People who seek external validation are looking to fulfill a past part of themselves that believes that they're unworthy or not good enough. When you don't work on your unhealed trauma from your past, you're essentially living in the present moment as the past version of yourself. So how can you expect yourself to move on and to grow if there's still this part of you that hasn't even been able to move on yet? So the question essentially becomes, how can I give myself the love and the validation that I have been seeking from others? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today on the Self Care Conversations podcast. My name is Carissa. And thank you so much for being here. We've had a little bit of a break and I kind of had some technical difficulties last week, which is when we were supposed to be back. But if you follow us on Instagram and TikTok, you would have been updated to know that we were coming back this week. I was gone for an entire month. All of January, I had traveled to Southeast Asia, to Thailand for an entire month for my honeymoon. This was something that was completely out of my comfort zone for my husband and I. It was something that we had honestly never done anything like that before and it was the absolute best time of our lives we grew in 30 days more than i think i've grown the entire 25 years that i've been alive guys what i learned on that trip was just something that i will take forever with me and hopefully throughout these podcast episodes i can share my growth and i can share the things that i've learned i've been in such a deep place for the last two years and i truly feel like this trip was finally able to get me out of such a dark place and everything just seems so much more clear why i was struggling how i was struggling everything just makes so much more sense now so i'm really excited to kind of go over all of that with you in future episodes i realized more than ever when i was traveling for a month and i had nobody to answer to nobody that i felt like i had to make proud or prove something to And it was beautiful how I could just live my life for an entire month without having to worry about what other people think. And it made me realize that I am somebody who actually does really care what other people think. And that's very interesting for me because I've been on a growth journey and a confidence journey for so long now that I honestly didn't think that I struggled with this. I always thought that I was pretty secure when it came to not needing external validation or not caring what other people think. And this trip, for sure made me realize that I was indeed very wrong. So what does it mean to seek external validation? What does that even mean? I saw this Instagram post a while ago and it will always stick in my mind. One of the most dangerous addictions is the addiction to seek external validation. And I know this is extremely annoying for me to say. Did you know that seeking external validation actually stems from your childhood when you grew up in an environment that isn't predictable? We cope by separating from our true authentic selves and we create this false self based on what gives us love and validation and approval. Seeking external validation creates this pattern of self-neglect and self-betrayal. We all care about how people view us or what people think of us. That's just inevitable. It's a natural part of the human experience. And it's through relationships that we truly get an understanding of ourselves and have an opportunity to truly heal from the past. And do you know what that means? That means that some people aren't going to approve. That means that some people are going to judge. And that means that not everybody is going to like you. And that's just fucking okay. Here are three signs that you may be seeking external validation. Number one, 
you don't trust yourself. For the longest time, it was really hard for me to be disciplined and consistent with anything in my life because I never trusted myself. I would start a project, get halfway done, get bored, tell myself that I couldn't do it, and then I'd end up trying something else. So I created this pattern of kind of just going with what everybody else thought, and that in return created this unhealthy habit of me not trusting myself. Number two, you may be feeling like you can never do anything right. This goes hand in hand with not trusting yourself, but it's so much deeper than that. This is something that I feel like I have felt my entire life, just never feeling like I'm good enough for the people that are around me. Because when I would give my effort, if it wasn't the effort that the people around me wanted, then they would make me feel like I wasn't good enough. And as a child, you start to develop this really negative habit of thinking that everything you are gonna do is wrong. I truly am a believer that who you surround yourself with, you become. And I also believe that what you tell yourself, you will believe. And so if there are people around you that are telling you that you can't do anything right, or your ideas are stupid, or if you're telling yourself that, both of those things are going to make you not trust yourself because you are literally convincing yourself that you are not capable of doing anything. Number three, you need somebody to fill a void inside of you. I think about this with people who really have an issue with spending any time alone. Even if you're an extrovert, you need personal time and you need to spend time alone. It's vital for your growth, it's vital for your healing, it's vital for your mental health in general. I've had a few friends that have had issues with being alone. Every time they're alone, they're just in their own thoughts, so instead they wanna fill up their day being busy or fill up their day uh, doing things or fill up the day being with other people because they just can't sit with themselves. If you cannot sit with yourself for more than an hour, if you feel like you constantly need to talk to somebody, you constantly need to be doing something, you are literally just running away from your own thoughts. Believe me, I know that it's really easy to just ignore the feelings and try to move forward and to keep yourself busy so that you don't have to think about the feelings, but I'm telling you, it's gonna bite you in the butt. Whether it bites you in the butt right now, 10 years, five years, two months, it's going to come back and bite you. You have to heal the unhealed trauma that you have from your past. And I also wanna state that everybody goes through trauma. Trauma is inevitable. Just because you've been through trauma doesn't mean that your parents were awful. Just because you've been through trauma doesn't mean that you've had the worst life in the entire world. But your trauma is your own and your feelings are valid no matter how big the trauma or no matter how small the trauma. I am so tired of people thinking that their feelings are not valid because their trauma wasn't as big as their sister or their brother or their family or their friends. I'm so tired of that. Trauma is hurtful, whether it's big or small, and it affects us whether it's big or small. Whether your trauma is big, small, medium, you have to work through it in order to grow, to be the person that you truly are capable of being. Do you know why people start getting so upset when you start setting boundaries and you stop seeking external validation? It's because they are disappointed because you won't be playing the role that they intended you to play. And that is okay. It's often not until we wake up one day completely lost and hitting rock bottom that we realize the impact of our unconscious needs for validation, that we recognize that we've been holding on to deep-rooted trauma. I want to give you the biggest example of, of when I seeked external validation to the max. This was probably my breaking point and honestly the point in my life right before I went for my month trip in Thailand and before I went before I left for that trip on Thailand, I don't think anyone really understood how bad of a place I was truly in. I just felt so unworthy and I just had no idea what I wanted to do with my life, who I was, 
all sense of direction when it came to myself was just lost. And that was really scary. And when I came back from traveling, like I said, everything just kind of made sense. And I realized that my entire wedding was a true example of how much of a people pleaser I am and how much external validation I truly do seek from others. So let me just give you a little example. My parents and Justin's parents both financially pitched in for the wedding. Justin and I ended up putting about 15,000 of our own money into this wedding as well, which was not intended. And it put us in a really big amount of debt, $15,000 worth of debt actually. And that was on top of the money that not only my parents were giving me, but also Justin's parents. And they gave a lot. Because other people were financially tied to this event, I could not get over the fact that I needed to people please and I needed to please them. When somebody would want something specific, it was really hard for me to say no. And if I tried to say no, they would definitely tell me what their opinion was about it. And it was just, uh, how do you say, it was, it was too many chefs in the kitchen. That's the way that I like to look at it. I was letting way too many people in on my wedding experience. Now, when I think about why I truly felt this way, I was able to talk to my therapist about deep-rooted trauma, something that's always been grilled into my brain since I was young. And this was, again, like a subconscious thing. It wasn't something that, like, my parents sat me down and they were like, you have to be like this. But it was, like, subconsciously known that I felt like with my family as a whole, um, when they do something for you, you owe them something. And if they are financially attached to you in any way, you owe them something. And the moment that you mess up or you screw up, they can take that from you. And so that's kind of what I grew up thinking and that's kind of a lot of different situations in my life. That's how it's panned out. And I love my family, they're amazing. And, um, but everybody has their own issues and everybody has their own deep-rooted traumas that they haven't worked on, right? And something that was really hard for me was this wedding because of that reason. It has taken me so long to realize that you do not owe anyone anything. Even if they do something nice for you, even if they pay for something, you do not owe anyone anything unless you guys exclusively agree on that. You know what I mean? Like people can do things just out of the kindness of their hearts and you don't have to owe them anything. And it is so hard for me to accept anything from anyone because I am like, it's like straight fear. I'm like, holy shit, am I gonna owe like my life to this person? Like, I don't wanna take this thing because then I feel like I'm just like embedded to them. It, it's a very toxic habit that I had created and it took so long for me to accept love, to accept things, to accept anything from anyone else without feeling like I had to owe them something. And so with this wedding, I feel like it was very much that. I felt obligated to do certain things that both sides wanted because I wanted to make everyone happy and because they financially helped. I would be lying to you if I said that I look back on my wedding experience and it was a happy time in my life because it was quite frankly the most unhappy and the most depressed, anxious, overwhelmed I have ever been. So this is your sign if you are getting married in 2023 to seriously do whatever the fuck it is that you want for your wedding. It doesn't matter about the traditions. It doesn't matter what other people want. Do what you want because, you know, realistically, you're only getting married once, right? Or at least we hope. So definitely make it something that you can remember because 
you know, this is something that I'm going to look back at forever and I'm going to always think about those things. So now I want to talk about how you can give yourself the validation that you are fishing for from others. <laughs> so let's say that you've gotten a raise at your job, okay? Let's say that you've gotten a raise at your job and the first thing you think to do is I've got to call my husband or I've got to call my parents. I'm so excited to tell them what I've accomplished. The first thing I want you to do is ask yourself why. Why is it that you, that when you find out something great that you've accomplished, the first thing you want to do is tell somebody about it. Ask yourself why that is. Next, after you've realized that the reason you want to do that is probably because you're seeking external validation, <laughs> then I want you to just sit with yourself for a second. Set a timer for 10 minutes and I just want you to sit there and just like be. Just be with the feelings, all of the things. Just sit there and feel what has just happened. You just got that raise. You will now be bringing in more money, which will then set you up to have a life filled with maybe doing more things or getting more things if that's something you're into. And then the last thing I want you to do is I want you to celebrate. I want you to dance. I want you to sing. I want you to say, woohoo! I want you to tell yourself all of the things that you are expecting or wanting from those people that you're trying to get validation from. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of myself. I can so believe that I did that. This is exactly what I thought would happen. I want you to hype yourself up because once you start to get into a habit of hyping yourself up and validating yourself, you won't start seeking that from external sources because you will already be giving it to yourself. Now, if we flip this over to like a negative thing, let's say that, let's say that you're dealing with something that's more negative. Maybe you didn't get a raise, but maybe you lost your job. And the first thing that you feel like you need to do is call your husband. Yes, I agree. You should definitely call your husband, but not yet. Go through the three steps. First, I want you to ask yourself why. Why do I need to go and tell my husband right now? Well, because he's probably going to be disappointed. Like, this is going to affect me and him. Okay, that's the facts. Moving on to the second part. Feeling those feelings. Probably low feelings, but I want you to feel them because remember, we cannot experience the highs without experiencing the lows. So I want you to really sit with that because remember, this feeling is temporary, but it's vital that you feel it. And three, this is when I want you to start talking to yourself giving yourself the affirmations. We spoke the facts on step one. Step one is that you lost your job. We're probably gonna have to dwindle down on some things. We're gonna have to be a little more frugal here and there. But three, this is when we're gonna hype ourselves up again. So now I want you to hype yourself up, to tell yourself, I'm going to get another job. It's okay, this is temporary. Maybe you weren't so happy at that job. I wasn't really happy at that job anyway. Maybe now I can find something that will fulfill my heart with happiness. Something that will bring me joy that I can continue with for an even longer period of time than I did with this job. Seriously sitting there and looking at all of the positives can really, really help you after you've acknowledged the facts about the situation. Work through your own feelings and your own emotions before you pour them onto someone else. So now after you've done that, you can now go address the issue with your husband and you're in a more collective, less emotional state than you were before. And maybe you'll be able to have this conversation with him in a way healthier way than you would have been able to express it if you were angry, upset, 
or just in the heat of the moment, which we all usually are right after things happen. It's like progress anywhere else. It's not linear, it's going to take time, and there's gonna be good days and there's gonna be bad days. And growth doesn't happen when you're motivated. Growth doesn't happen when everything is right. In order to grow and heal, we need to be practicing and working on these things when we are in those lows, when we're in that moment of wanting to go and seek external validation, it's up to us to realize that we are doing that so that we can put an end to it. I have so much faith that you can do this. I know that it is really hard to not worry about what other people think, but I promise you, when you validate yourself, it grows this immense amount of confidence in you that will make you absolutely unstoppable. That being said, thank you so much for tuning into today's podcast. I will see you next Monday. For our next episode. I'm so excited. I feel like I just have so much to share since I've been back from Thailand. I've grown so much and I'm very excited to share with you guys the tips that I've learned. And don't forget to give this podcast a rating. It really helps us out. And you can give us a follow on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube under Self-Care Conversations Podcast. See you guys next week.